Hello, friends, and welcome to the thought process. Welcome to the stream of consciousness. Welcome to my journal. What's your journal? Welcome to the Winding Road Podcast. What's your excitement level at? We're going disc golfing, doing whatever it is that we might be doing that we're pretty pumped about. And I always ask the other people in my car, what's your excitement level? And sometimes they'll ask me. And I'll be like, hmm, I don't know. What's your excitement level at? And we'll go back and forth, you know. Somebody says it first one time. Somebody says it first the next time. Because you always want to get a true gauge. Even if you are going to say your excitement level first, you need to at least give them a few seconds to think of their excitement level before you say your excitement level. And I think that can also be parlayed in just to asking somebody a question in general. Is do we give them time to respond before we are immediately cutting them off? And if we are cutting them off, then we have to ask ourselves, why are we cutting them off? Is it because we don't agree with what they're saying? Or is it because we're super excited about what we're saying? Point being is you have to give them time to respond. You have to give them time to think. If you ask a question and they are thinking, don't then ask another question or keep rambling about whatever it is you are talking about. This goes back to the slow to speak, quick to listen. So give them time, give them time to think about it. And I'm like, uh, my excitement level in right now, in general, we'll parlay that to the present moment, I'd say is about a seven, about a seven. Gotta go do the old paying job. And then I'm like thinking lately, and we'll get back because I want to talk about what's your joy level. We'll wrap back around to that here in a moment. But I was thinking like lately, like, and it's good. I, I, I always get excited about, for the most part, going to the paying job because it's fun. And if it wasn't fun, I wouldn't do it. I don't necessarily believe, like I said before, I didn't work in the essence of just trying to make money. So if I don't like it, I'm not going to do it. If I do like something, I'm going to figure out a way to make money doing it. Lately, though, it's kind of been like, it, it seems like it's way more work as far as my side projects and everything I'm trying to accomplish with Gary Martin Media. It seems like it is a real struggle for me. Like to get that excitement level up there. I'm more excited to go to the paying job lately. It's like, is my side, are my side projects becoming work? And if they are, I know that I'm going to continue to have to do them because I know deep down that's what I have to do. So am I breaking my own rule then? I mean, yeah. 
I'm kind of I'm kind of breaking it. But inherently, I know deep down I have to do it. Because that's the greatness in me trying to come out, trying to do all these things that I feel like that I have to do. And that's when the real work comes in your life, is things that we have to do. Things that we're forced to do by whatever the cause might be of just nature in itself. And just excitement level-wise and energy-wise, I haven't been all that excited to do those things lately. I'm trying to push through. I am still, it's not work, but it's more work than something that doesn't have substance. And you can think about that in terms of life in general right there for sure. Because things that have substance, things that are deeper, of greater meaning, knowledge and understanding are going to take a little more work, I feel like. For sure, man. Way easier to live, for some people, I guess, anyways, on that surface level all the time. And, you know, just focused on the now, but not focused on the now in the right way. Not of sober and alert mind. And to get caught up in whatever it is that they're caught up in. And we talk a lot about how did we get out of that, man? How do we get out of that? I've overcome drinking. I've overcome porn. I've overcome cigarettes. I'm working on soda next. That's how far we've gotten to, man. That's a, uh, it's a pretty beautiful thing. Come a long way, but never was at the bottom of the barrel. I've been very blessed and I feel for those that have had it tougher than me. And I don't hold any envy towards people that have had it better than me. Because I am me. And they are them. We are each other. We are each other. So I don't judge anybody better or worse. Because I realize they could have been me and I could have been them. I got just one of the base parables or whatever it is, however you want to word it, that I use in my brain to tell myself that nothing matters, but yet everything matters. Nothing matters in the sense of judging and worrying and the negative, blocked out noise. That doesn't matter. But what does matter is what levels your joy at. That's really kind of hard to measure because I can sit here and ask you what your excitement level is at all day long. But if I'm, that's just your excitement. That's just your momentary thing. Like if I'm asking you what your joy is, then I'm asking you what's unsettled. In a lot of the way, I'm asking you what's unsettled. And if you say, Nothing. Are you telling me the truth? Are you lying to me? Are you lying to yourself? Hmm. But even when the other stuff is hard for me to do, it's still what I have to do because it's my mission. And my mission is greatness. 
I don't boil it down to goals and I need to do this and I need to do that. Yeah, I might have tasks, but I don't really believe in goals per se from a sense of making them and then worrying about them all the time. I believe in setting your mission. Within your mission, you have tasks. You do not have goals. The goals is always, the goal is always to be great, to be our better selves, to be doers and not beers. That is always the goal. The journey is in convincing yourself then whatever you're trying to obtain that the work is worth it. And you know, then you do have a little bit of the negative. Try to try to come in, try to enter in from time to time. You know, things like, wow, you know, how many episodes are we at now? How many people have actually heard this, listened to this, watched it on YouTube? Why is my novel still not published? You know, how do I make the algorithm favor me? And that's just where the trust and the faith comes in that if you continue to throw darts at the wall, something's going to stick, guys. Something's going to stick. And I believe I have a lot of great things to share. I know I do. And I even went to school for marketing and stuff, so I know how to do a lot of that stuff. It's just a matter of putting the time and the effort in to all that side stuff. And I'm just one man, and can I do it all by myself? I'm going to have to, for the most part, if I don't have a whole shitload of money to hire like a social media team and whatnot, I'm going to be forced to do things that I don't want to do in order to sell books. But I have to have faith and just keep being a doer and keep trying and keep fighting those energy levels of, I know, I think it's just because I'm not sedentary, you know? I'm not a sedentary type person. I like being active and I like doing things, you know? And so whenever I'm not a day job, I'm not a computer day job, but I am because I'm a writer and I have to do those things. It's like, can I get to the point where... I just write chapters. I could just speak audio. I guess you can do that. And then fucking AI would turn it into a story for you. Well, shoot. Thanks, bro. <laughs> but how do I get that excitement level back up, man, to, to get blocked back in, to get into that flow state? And the flow state is obviously not a continuous state, but it can be whenever you're focused on your task. And it can be whenever you parlay your activities of nature and locking yourself into the flow state then, then you can be in a constant flow state of consistency with whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. And that's where I am at right now is trying to figure all that out. And that's why it's a stream of consciousness because I'm sitting there talking to you trying to think about it. And how do we make that happen? You know, I like think, oh, okay, well, let's go get some more energy drinks or whatever it is I need to do to pep up, you know? Like, I don't know, the other day had some, did have some coffee and I read a little bit 
And then I went to try to get things done and it just becomes difficult. Things download slowly, you know, whatever. The internet goes out, the, you know, whatever it might be. Just whatever thing is thrown in your way to make it more difficult and however that might have happened. Talked a lot about that on the previous episodes of the podcast and theories on that. Is it the bad coming in? trying to stop you from achieving greatness because the greatness is meant to come out? Is it just happenstance? What not? We dive deeper in that. You can check those out on previous episodes. I'm not sure which ones. I apologize. It's a stream of consciousness, so I just record these and then try to release them. Try to release them and be consistent, you know. At least one every week, but it does help to kind of write things down and type things out and you know, if you're going to be consistent, you definitely need to... Oh, shoot. And we just turned down in front of a car on the winding road, but we did not see it coming up over the hill. We did make a complete stop and look both ways, and now we got to step on the gas to get a little farther on up ahead. Good thing it's the old semi-truck, and he's going slow. Back we go down the winding road. But, yeah, blocking time off. For sure, I do like the old school trick of getting a notepad and carrying it around with you. But I can put stuff on my phone all the time, all the day long, set a million reminders in the world, and it's so easy just to click off of it or not look at it, even though it's right there. Because it's easy for me to not look at my phone, you know? I'm just like, I'm good. I'm too busy experiencing life in the natural world. So I don't do a very good job of using that technology. I just need to go old school, baby. That was helping me for a little while. I got locked in for about a month there. And it's like figuring out when you are, when are you at your peak of the day? When are you at your peak? Whenever you're at your peak and then you have to sit down to do whatever it is you're doing, that's hard, man. I don't want to sit down when I'm at my peak. I want to be going out and doing active, so then whenever I sit back down, it's like, I sh- hopefully should be getting that runner's high or the, you know, feeling good high about taking care of your body and treating it as a temple, you know, that kind of high. But I feel like sometimes I sit down, I'm just like, oh man, I don't want to do this. But I always find that when, if I can push through, man, if you can push through to just get it started, to just get it going, then, then you can find that flow state again. Now, drink some coffee, do whatever, get you whatever you need to do, you know. I, I really don't want to have to do that. I just believe wholeheartedly in letting your body figure it out and I do believe that God's put things for us to here to use creativity you know definitely marijuana can help you with that has me in the past and whenever it also could lead to anxiety and stuff like that so you got to figure out how much you need what do you need what do you got and other things you know talk about the energy drinks and all that is that shit really good for you and some people say it is and you look at it you can research and do all that and that stuff can help researching for sure and trying to figure out what does your body need but then that's just extra time 
more reading that you have to do and there's just not enough time to do every single thing we want to do but we rush we rush through important things and that's a problem man cannot rush through things of greatness through little moments that you might rush through just giving a quick hug a two-second hug rather than a ten-second hug Take the extra time to hug longer. Take the extra time to, to, oh man, I need to be at the next place, but I need to realize right now that this moment that I'm having is important. I don't want to I have somebody waiting on me. I don't want to let them down, but I don't want to let this person down either, that I'm trying to help them. And who are we helping? And what are we doing with the other time, what are we doing with the ones in our wallet, okay? This is a good strategy for saving money old school way too. But what are we doing with the extra money? What are we doing with the dollars in our pocket? Are we saving them? At the end of the day, you can save your dollars, take them out of your wallet. I know a lot of people don't use money that much, cash money anymore. So you can do that. There's plenty of apps that round up for you on your bank. But, that, but I'm trying to make a parable, parable, a parable. I don't even know if that's right. I'd have to look that up. But I'm just trying to example. We'll just go with example. It's trying to make an example. It is a parable. A metaphor. Oh, boy. We got all kinds of birds swooping down and around in a flock. All birds of a feather flock together. So if we take the ones, we're saving them, we're putting them in a bank, we're taking those good memories, storing them up for bad times, we're taking those ones, we're saving them up, we're putting them in the bank, or we're giving those ones, you're giving an extra tip, you're giving them away, whatever. It could be to the homeless. I don't really like to give homeless money. I like to try to, you know, I'll buy them, buy them something, whatnot. You gotta be careful in doing any of that. You really do. But are we saving our money? Or are we getting it out, doing what we need to do? That's the question. So, yeah, you can save money by doing that. And just watch the blessings that come back on you, though, whenever you give most of that away. But time wise, you don't wanna save any of those ones, you wanna use them. And hopefully you have 20s, 50s, 100s in your wallet that you can take for the next day with lots of energy. How do you figure out what you need energy-wise, man? It does come first with taking care of your body, and I still feel like I'm tired a lot, and I want to be able to overcome that. I know it's because I do a lot, but I just don't feel like you're doing enough, and then, then, you know, it's the, the clock ticking in the head. The time ticks. Nothing is guaranteed, so it's like... But then you have to trust and you have to have faith. Read that in the little uh, daily scripture book the other day. It's like... It's a person that writes like they're writing like they're God, like giving us tips or whatnot, and then relating it to scripture. And in there it's like, I'm time. But 
but I am timeless. You know, creator, universe, heavens, whatever it is, whatever that point came from, and whoever God is, you have to have faith in them, man, and you have to have faith that they are in control of your life, that whatever God is, and God is love to me. So is love in control of my life? And again, it's a simple, we think of it in the most simplest forms of just words. We expand upon those words. We use those words to try to gain deeper understanding. And that's the winding road. I'm me, you're you, we are each other. God bless.